We're going to talk about Django Reinhardt. His given name at birth was Jean. Um, however, uh, because he was Romani, um, Gypsy, uh, his nickname was Django, and that was the name that stuck. Um, he was pretty much a self-taught musician. He uh, did not read music very well, but impeccable ear and impeccable taste, and knew all of the styles that were popular and prevalent uh, among the Romani Gypsy uh, culture. Um, as time went on, he gravitated toward this new music that he was hearing uh, called jazz. And later, after he had made uh, France his home, he had the quartet the Hot Jazz de France. That is, the Hot Jazz Quintet of France. Now, they were stationed at a club, and everyone came to hear them, and it was a unique offering because it was one of the very first groups to use the guitar in a lead role. Guitars were always just relegated to rhythm roles. Uh, his partnership with uh, Stefan Grappelli uh, is legendary. Uh, Stephen Grappelli was a violinist and he spent a lot of time touring uh, and recording together. Uh, and they were touring all over Europe as a matter of fact and um, were caught touring United Kingdom uh, when the war broke out. Uh, Django decided uh, that he would return to France for reasons I will never understand uh, because as we know the Nazis did occupy France uh, eventually but uh, he did leave his wife and his good friend uh, Stefan Grippelli in the UK just to make sure they were safe I guess he was a little bit more of a daredevil Unfortunately, uh, when the Nazis took over and uh, he was found to be Romani, a gypsy, um, he was, um, how shall we say this, um, marginalized, <laughs> let's put it lightly, prejudiced. He was um, forced to wear certain brown clothing to make his uh, cultural heritage more visible and recognizable uh, to the Nazis, and uh, he was held in disrepute. He did not uh, read music, so he did not get to um, uh, perform in some of the more polite uh, musical ensembles that uh, the Nazis would have preferred. Um, but he did very slowly uh, start to teach himself um, to read music out of necessity. Thank God he did survive the war and was re reunited with Stefan Grappelli and his longtime girlfriend, who was also a musician. She played the, quote, banjo guitar. Uh, to figure out where that one is. Um, 
and they did have a son. Uh, so that did end, that story did have a happy end. They did reunite and they did uh, consummate their relationship uh, and also uh, had a son. And he and Stepan continued uh, to play. Um, Django uh, was visited um, after war by many touring American musicians, including uh, Coleman Hawkins and Shoeberry, and uh, he made recordings with um, all of them. Um, at one point, uh, he was actually on tour with the Duke Ellington Orchestra. Uh, somehow, uh, before the war, uh, Benny Goodman had made an offer to him, and after the war, uh, Goodman felt obligated to maintain that offer but Django had second thoughts about it, and uh, he never did come to the United States for that tour. Uh, he remained in France, so he toured with Ellington, but not uh, with Benny Goodman. It has been said that there are no guitarists, jazz, rock, you name it, there are no guitarists that do not owe a debt of gratitude to Django Reinhardt. He set the standard for guitar playing in popular music setting for all time. West Montgomery and everybody else borrowed from Django Reinhardt. They listened to the recordings, they loved those recordings, and they took what they could to enhance their own musical journeys. Django died at age 49, suddenly of a stroke. Uh, and that ended the career of one of the most important, if not the single most important European jazz musician of all time. Let us not forget the legacy and contribution, contributions of the amazing gypsy guitarist, jazz guitarist, musician, world traveler, Mr. Jean Django Reinhardt. Thank you.